and I didn't change the Sailor Moon clock. Oh, okay. And I haven't changed my clock on my VCR yet. Uh-huh. Oh, I opened up my eyes. I look at I look at my regular alarm clock. That one says eleven o'clock. I look at the other alarm clock. I look at the other clock, and it says ten o'clock. And it's like, dang it! I want the other one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? What's There's that? a very good reason right now to like daylight savings time. Why? I get. I get the last Jedi an hour earlier. Well, yeah, that probably is a good uh, a good thing then. I, I, I get it at ten o'clock tonight. Oh, good. Because I looked, I looked, because I went on to Voodoo because I figured um, with it coming out tomorrow, I figured. You know, my last couple of hours of my full-time job, you know, I'll I'll listen and watch um, the Force, the Force um, Awakens. Uh huh. And I've seen that movie like twelve to thirteen times already. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't have a problem. <laughs> you might have to do a Star Wars intervention. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> well, you know, it's you know, even it is, it's because you know, the more times you see a movie, the more you pick stuff up. Well, yeah. And especially with Star Wars, you can't just see it once. Well, I guess if you want to pick up all the extra stuff, yeah, you'd have to see it a couple times. Yeah, because, I mean, the first time, I mean, you have, like, 15 different things going on at one time. Yeah. And there is absolutely no way you can pick up on every little everything when you first watch it. I mean, you first watch it. First of all, you're you're yelling things at the screen even that are completely inappropriate. Mm, I suppose for some people, yes, that's true. Well, actually, inappropriate for children, but not inappropriate for the age group that is currently in the theater. Uh, okay. That just makes you laugh so hard that, you know, you start coughing up popcorn. Uh, uh-huh. So, I mean, you do have to watch it a few different times to pick right. up on uh-huh. everything. And the last Jedi is gonna be is one of those ones where you do need to actually watch it a few different times because that one has like going on at one time and it's like you're trying to like okay, you're on this part and then it's like then it switches to this part, then it switches to this part and then it's like switching all over the place and you're 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 still on number one. 
Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of action movies that do that now because it does get people to come in and, you know, see the movie several times. Oh, yeah. So they get you to buy more than one ticket, you know. Yeah, in my case, it would have been basically free because I have a monthly membership and I pay pay eight ninety nine and I basically get a free ticket. And I don't get to use any of those free tickets for that for, for that particular movie theater. I still have not gone out to see the movie that came out last month. Ah, that I've been wanting to go see. Maybe you'll get some time off or something where you'll be able to go see something this month then. Uh, my, in my, with my case, what will probably happen is I'll have to wait for it to come out on DVD. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean. Just like just like I had to, oh, actually I didn't have to wait till, till it came out on DVD. I had to wait until it came out on digital. Because I got the book last week for The Last Jedi, and literally in one day, I listened to the entire 11-hour book. Yeah. Yeah, you you messaged me. I mean, that was just... just I got that message after I had done, like, a 10-hour day at work. <laughs> I got the message and then passed out um, on then. <laughs> well, mind you, I was I was working while I was listening to the book. Okay. So I was being productive 90% of the time. <laughs> there was a 10% time where I was not productive because it was like the, that one that one scene where it's like, okay, I, it, more details, more details, more details. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm grabbing the arm of my chair and... Hoping I don't rip it out of the uh, chair. Hmm. Because it was just like, oh my god, they still need to put this in the movie. <laughs> that would have made much more sense. Oh, okay. Well, but at least you have the book where you've got those extra details that you wanted. Oh yeah. Um. Definitely. Anybody who's completely hated the. The Last Jedi, for the reasons we'll discuss when we when you watch it and you listen to the audiobook. Mm-hmm. Because when you see it, you'll see what parts people were aggravated about. But once right. you listen to the audiobook, then things make sense. Ah. Then those scenes make complete sense. Is one thing that every that I've seen in like a ton of YouTube videos about is how Ray is a Mary Sue that she knows how to do everything without any training at all. Yeah. Well, the the trailer says it all for the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. When Snoke says. Darkness rises and the light to meet it. Mm-hmm. Well, Kylo Ren's power is going up, and that's dragging Ray, the light's power up, which is Ray. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I guess that would make sense. So that's why in the first movie, well, first of all, in the first movie, she was able to kick his backside because he was wounded. Mm-hmm. I mean, he 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 had already been shot by Chewbacca. His arm had gotten hit by um, Finn. You know, I mean, and she tapped into to the force, the force's energy. Uh-huh. So she tapped into the power that she had gotten, but. I'm still trying to figure out when that power awakened in her. I'm sure it'll be brought up at some point. Because it was never brought up in the first. Because it's like, did it happen when Kylo Ren was first on Jakku? I, I, I would not be able to speculate for you at all. I know. It could, it could have been when he first got to Jakku and basically light and darkness were both on the same planet. I, it, the Millennium Falcon left the planet, you know, because I had thought that part where Snoke said, you know, something has awakened I thought he had said that after after the scene in Maz Kanata's castle. I'm sure it'll make more sense at some point when is this oh the light bulb's broken. Yeah. Hmm? We'll have to get a potato and get it out that way. Yeah. Um one of the light bulbs in my pony display cabinet is broken. And we were trying oh. to replace Um, can you get like a potato or, oh, we don't have any potatoes. Uh, we'll figure something out. Yeah. Just don't cut yourself on it. Okay. Sorry. But anyway. Okay. It's, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't dwell on it right now. Yeah, no, because we have nine that's actually being directed by J.J. again. And actually, there was a whole plot set out for all three movies. Yeah. So there was actually a plot set out, a basic kind of plot set out for the other two movies that J.J. Abrams because he did the first one, he plotted out the rest of them so that they could all interconnect. I should hope so. But Ryan Johnson... Yeah, I would hope that, like, they had sat down and figured out a plot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he did. He basically kind of, you know, set, like, okay, a little bit of a guideline so that all the movies fit, but... Ryan Abrams came in, took that, took that plot thing, plot that was kind of laid out, and said and chucked it. Hmm? Oh, hold on, I'm sorry, we're in here with the dryer. That's 
I completely <laughs> forgot to do my response. Go ahead. Okay. Anyway, um, as I said, JJ had everything kind of set up for the other two directors to kind of just pick up the storyline and keep it going at a certain in a certain way. But Ryan Johnson kind of came in and just took that and just threw it out the window. Yeah. And just did his own thing. So now it's up to JJ to basically set things so that the the two movies don't link up Time wise, not not just time, not just time wise, and even time wise, they don't they don't even link up. It shouldn't you'll, be that. You'll see. Oh, you, you'll see, you'll see what you'll 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 see. There is like this. That's why I said with this one, there's like fifty things going on, and trying to keep up with each part is kind of like. Okay, um, wow. <laughs> it's like the castle run, it's like making the castle run in like 11 parsecs instead of 12. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so. But, yeah, anyway. So how has your week been? Um, okay. Uh, it was a rough week at work, but other than that, we're, you know, can't complain too much, I guess. Yeah, I actually did find a few pony things. We went to Ollie's to go shopping, and I have to find the pony stuff. Hold on. I got... A big T4 activity set. It's got like four big cardboard posters that have Twilight and Pinkie Pie, Fluttershy and Rainbow Dash, and then a big wall poster of Ponyville. And a whole bunch of stickers and activity books. Um, and I got the G3 thing. They still had some G3 stuff. Holy cow. Yeah. They had to have been back, 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 stock. Yeah. And it's an invitation set. So it's like a little folder, and it says comes with eight-page party book, and 12 invites, 12 envelopes, and 50 stickers plus stencils. So it's like, if you're having like a birthday party. I know exactly what that is. Oh, yep. You have it? 
that is one of yeah, that is one of the party sets. Yeah, because it's it's like a pink folder so has Pinkie Pie in it with with like a little booklet and the invites and stickers and stencils in one pocket and the booklet in the other pocket. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. That's one of the smaller sets. But I thought it was neat. And then I got a G4 pony. They actually have one of the uh, apple, the, the apple bucking Applejack. Oh, nice. I actually have that. So, I and got that at Hasbro. Oh, cool. Yeah, I left her in the package. So did I. So, <laughs> I got something else, Tony, I think. Might have been a week ago. I got the Art of Equestria, the big art book. Oh, nice. Well, concept I thought something that yeah. <laughs> Go for it. No, I said it has concept art for the show and whatnot. Oh, nice. Really cool. Well, I got something that's semi-pony related. Oh? I got Lucky Charms of Unicorns. Oh, we I haven't found that yet. You know what? It's only in the mega packs. Really? Only the big, big, huge packs that never go on sale. Hmm. It's either family size or mega pack. Because I saw it on one YouTuber's channel. She had gotten it. It was in her cart. She was mm-hmm. shopping. And... I went. I actually went shopping with my mother this weekend for groceries. Right. Because she finally told me the night before, actually two nights before, and reminded me the night before, <laughs> so that I would wake up in the morning. And right. my mother goes, "Why didn't you just get those at at Aldi's? Because we had gone to Aldi's." Uh-huh. And she basically meant the Aldi's brand. <laughs> so I picked up the box and I showed it to her and it's like, unicorns. They're special. <laughs> she goes, okay. I put it down and I, and it's like I slowly turn around and look at the shelf at direct eye level and there's a box of cookie crisps and I didn't even look at the back. I just saw the front and grabbed it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it had a picture of Ray on it. Star Wars Last Jedi color changing spoon inside. Oh, yeah. I forgot they were doing that promotion. Ah, you could have told me. I, so I got it, and I opened it up. Yeah. 
Huh? I don't have the Star Wars obsession you have. <laughs> There's only one obsession I have. Yeah. I know. Guess which spoon I got. You got the Kylo Ren one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm glad you got the one you wanted. I didn't even know that that was an option. I, I was like, oh, my God, cool, a race, a race spoon. But then I looked at the back, and then it's like, it's like you you have BB-8, R2-D2, Ray, um, Phasma, and I think the one is Luke. Mm-hmm. No. Chewbacca. Hmm. Okay. But it's the fact that it's like the box that I grabbed had Kylo Ren in it. I swear he mind poked me through the box. Or you just have really good luck with that kind of stuff. Normally, I don't. Huh. Normally, I have sucky luck at that stuff. Oh, really? Because I, I told my mother I should have bought the other box because there were two boxes there and I was going to buy both of them. Maybe Ray would have been in the other one. But it was like I opened up the box and... I figured I'd have to eat like half the box, half the box of cereal to find the spoon. Uh huh. Because that's what I'm used to. That I'm I'm used to eat, having to eat half the box of cereal to get to the prize in the box. Uh huh. And of course, you know, once you get the prize, you don't want to eat the cereal anymore. Right. <laughs> because you got what you wanted. You got what you wanted. You got what you needed. Uh-huh. But, no, he, he was just, like, on top, outside of the, outside of the, outside of the, outside of the cereal, just kind of chilling, facing the front of the box. Well, yeah, they usually put prizes outside of the cereal now. That way you're not digging through the cereal to get to what you want. Yeah. See, that's why I said he mind probed me. <laughs> he told me he was in there. Oh. <laughs> You're not buying it? <laughs> I... <laughs> Sure, sure. We can go with that. That's fine. <laughs> so, oh, and I also, um, over the weekend, I didn't do both bath bombs because, um, 
because I don't go out too much, I only really take a bath like twice a week, but I do wash up every day. Mm-hmm. But I don't take a bath bath, but except for a couple times a week. And if it's during the week, I have to get it done by like eight by by about like eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Or like get it started at eight. Right. Especially if I'm going to wash my hair so that my hair can dry. And if I want to soak, well, you know, I need to make sure to do it by 8 o'clock. Well, I didn't do my Wednesday baths until like 10 o'clock, so I couldn't relax. So I only got to do one of the bath bombs this this weekend. I actually did it last night. And I did the Kirby one. Uh-huh. Which actually smelled really good. It was actually really, it's a floral scent. Okay. And I dropped it, I dropped it into the water. I actually recorded it. Oh. Kind of swimming around in the bathtub. But it's like you're watching this thing, and it's like you're waiting for this, like, toy to pop out, and then, like, all of a sudden it breaks in half to reveal a clear ball. Oh, okay. And I'm sitting there thinking, all that, and it's just a clear ball? This had better not be the toy. <laughs> so yeah. I grabbed the clear ball... And it's kind of like gachapon style. Mm-hmm. And actually has holes at the top and the bottom so that, you know, any water gets in there, it can get out. So I popped it open. And guess which Kirby I got? Which one? I got the sleeping Kirby. Oh, cute. He's like so adorable. He's laying flat on his tummy, and he's got a little head, a little nightcap on his head. Aw. He's like so super duper duper cute. Aw, that's neat. So. I love that, though. I should be, uh, get the other one done this week. And then, actually, next week, we will actually have a box to open. I'll be getting my um, Root Anime box. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't even remember what the um, theme is. From last month. Definitely gonna have to check on that. But uh we do have some news as to the Did we just get done with the seventh or the eighth season? The seventh season. Season eight okay. is the new one getting ready to come out. Season 8 is actually debuting on the 24th of this month. 
Okay. On uh, Discovery uh, Family, which means you'll probably be able to see it probably this weekend. Yeah. The first episode will probably be up on YouTube this weekend. So we already know what we're doing on the 26th, which we'll be, of course, reviewing the season premiere. Hopefully it's a true season premiere, not like season sevens, where it was just two two generic episodes. Yeah. Hopefully they have learned from their mistakes. Um, I have already seen a little bit of season eight because there was a leak a few months ago. I saw a couple of things before I realized that it was a leak. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Oh. I heard watching and saying it was a leak. Um, I saw about three episodes of season eight. Uh, I'm not going to say what happens because I don't know if what I saw was even supposed to be the season premiere or what. Okay. So. Well, we'll keep that under wraps. Yeah. As for next week, depending upon how quickly, because I'll send you out my voodoo information tomorrow. Okay. My password and username and stuff like that. So that you can uh, first watch the movie, and as soon as you're done watching the movie, you'll let me know. And I'll purchase the book for you as a gift. Okay. Because there are going to be like a, like about 5,000 questions raised from just watching the movie. And if you read the book, everything makes sense. And it explains certain scenes and how they happened because have you heard the the phrase Mary Poppins? Have I heard the phrase Mary Poppins? Mary uh Leah is Mary Poppins? No. Okay. I'm actually surprised. Because that's one of the biggest things that people were pissed off about. I, you'll see when you, you'll see when okay. you when you see the movie. Trust me, you you will probably be sitting there pissed off when you see the movie, and then you'll listen to the audio book, and then it'll kind of click as to, oh, okay, that's what, what was going on because it's kind of like things were going on inside of her head. 
Uh, okay. That you translate onto screen. I mean, they kind of could have, but they didn't. Right. At least I don't remember if they did. Because it has been so long since I've seen the movie. Uh huh. So. But anyway, cold blind bag pony of the week. Okay, we got another U.S. Halloween pony. Oh, cool. Sorry, I'm still stuffed up. I really should be using my my nasal spray, too, because... It'll, that'll unclog, but then my chest will get congested. Uh, yeah. So it's like, you know, might be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, do I use the stuff that I'm supposed to be using, or do I not use it? Okay, so it is late 18. And besides, if I had a nose for finding stuff, I would have been able to find every single Draculaura blind blind thing without a problem. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> so I'm telling you, it was Kylo Ren. He He controlled my mind and made me buy it. Okay. Oh, it's World Rift again! Yay! One of my favorites, and he's purple and kind of black on the bottom because he's a translucent. So he's kind of two-toned when you put him up against the lights. That's neat. So. Okay, let's load this into the... Blind bag pony of the week is wave eighteen USA oil ref. Well, this is reloading, and I'm actually getting out of 
this profile and into the show's profile. Um, there are a few few things in regards to the book and the, and the movie. Mm-hmm. That yet again we have those scenes where it was better done in the movie than it was done in the in the book. Well, that can be said with a lot of things. There's, I mean, books and movies are very different mediums. Yeah. Well, um, a book is relying on being able to describe something well enough that you can picture it in your head and go, okay, that's what's going on. With a movie, you don't have to do that. With a movie, you put a character in front of a camera and you go, do this, and the person that's portraying the character does the thing you tell them to do, hopefully, and then you are accurately portraying the thing that you want everybody to see, and everybody's going to see it the same way because it's visual. Whereas with a book, seeing that, you know, somebody sidesteps to the left, you could picture that differently depending on what you define as stepping to the left or sidestepping or whatever. Yeah. When a person but doesn't actually, a camera, you can only perceive it one way. <laughs> yeah. But actually, it's more what they left out in the book than anything else. There's well, yeah. certain parts that were left out that, like, it's like they could have still kept it in the book. You mean something that they still could have kept in the movie versus what they put in the book? Oh, they had it in the movie, but they just didn't have it in the book. That kind of just makes very little sense. But they probably did it because a lot of the times when they make slight changes to a storyline in a movie that's supposed to be based off of a book... um, it won't make sense to put it in the book because a certain thing is explained a different way. Or it's from a different character's point of view and the books are actually more from Ray's point of view. That's possible, too. Despite the fact that they are being... That they they are more more a little bit more in Ray's point of view except for except for Poe's part when he gets rescued off of Jakku mm-hmm. and when everybody's going to rescue her those are the only few parts where it's not her point of view. Well, with her being the main character for this trilogy. Well, actually, there's two main characters. There, there, uh, there's her and Kylo. They're both the the two main characters. Yeah, but she's the central hero. Oh, she's the protagonist, and he's the. Oh, this movie kind of flips it on its head. I know that he's supposed to be more sympathetic in this next movie, but 
you're I I'm gonna be honest with you right now. I'm gonna have a real hard time sympathizing with it. Yeah, sympathetic in an, a bit of an ass way. <laughs> I look when, <laughs> when movies and books and just writers in general start playing with the concept of good and evil, and somebody goes, "Oh, you know, so and so made this choice, but he didn't really make the choice because he was being controlled by somebody else, and therefore is not really evil." No. You do an evil thing, with the exception of having a literal gun to your head, if you chose to do the evil thing, it was your choice. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I guess, I, you know, I'll have to reserve my judgment until I actually see it. See it and listen. Because he's, he, he, he's good in, in, in kind of a jerky way, especially during one scene. You, you kind of sit there and think, did yeah, well, not have an affair? <laughs> yeah, but anyway. <laughs> so, okay, we are actually going to get into our we're actually going to get into our subject actually, wow, pretty early. Well, nothing wrong with that. So, okay, so as you can see, um, the title of the show is basically two different parts. It is part 10 of the styling, styling size ponies. Because as I was going through, I noticed that we missed four styling size ponies. And then I found that there were five um, plushies in the brushable section. Styling size plushies in the brushable. Oh, okay. Some plushables. Some plushables. So so basically that's where we're going to be focused on tonight is everything in the brushable section to kind of just finish up the brushables up to 2016. Okay. Okay. Um, Once we're done at that point, we can kind of make a little bit of a plan as to whether or not we're going to continue with the plushies or move into something else and come back to the plushies at a later time. But first, let's go ahead and finish these up. Um, We're actually going to go at this from a different angle. We're going to go in under the database. We're going to go in under brushables. All right. And you're going to have brushables by series. And we're going to do um, search brushables by characteristics. All right. So brushables. Um, And we're going to do body. Characteristics. Body. And we're going to do articulated fashion. 
Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. I remember these guys. Yeah, I think we had said we were going to do these later date or something. Yeah. So basically what these guys did was they have... They each do something different. Right. Okay. Uh, we have Fluttershy, who raises her hoof, her wings flutter. Do you think? And, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And you have Pinkie Pie, who has a bobblehead. Which <laughs> that's funny. Does does that really surprise anybody? No. <laughs> I think there was an episode where she did have a bobblehead. <laughs> Pinkie Pie, you know? Yeah, it's just Pinkie Pie. I mean there could have been an episode where her had bobbled. And we have um, Rarity, where her legs move, and she bats her eyelashes, which is so Rarity. I actually have this Rarity. Oh my God! You got to get her, and you you have to you have to move her legs and, and make her and make her eyelashes bat. What she does? <clears throat> Let me grab her. Nice about these is you can keep them in the box, but you can still get them to do their little motion thing. Oh, that's nice. So what what you do is you, you pull her back leg that has her diamonds on it. So you pull her back display leg, and she doesn't want to do it for some reason. But what she does is when you pull her leg, her arm comes her. I guess her left arm comes up, and her head turns to the side, and her eyelashes come down, kind of like she's doing a oh, talk to the hook kind of thing. <laughs> and that is that is her. I know we forgot to do something before we started. What's that? We forgot to have the first snack of the night. Oh, okay. So I thought the shimmy choco corn milky red bean aki or red bean flavor is a popular choice among fans of Japanese treats. Really, real hakidori red beans were used to make the smooth milky red bean flavored. Shimmy cocoa corn snack. Be careful, though. Once you start snacking on them, you cannot stop. Okay. It's just like uh, Pringles. Once you start, you can't stop. Apparently. And that actually is true. They actually have a street food that actually looks like the fish Pokemon. Um, Magikarp. Yes, yes. I've seen those. And it has red bean paste in it. Yeah, it's like a little um, 
it's like a bread bun that's filled with with some sort of bean paste, and traditionally yeah. they just look like generic fish, but they usually but make actually, them look sometimes. Yeah, actually, more actually, whenever I've seen them, they've always looked like metacarp. Well, because they just sort of look like well, metacarp is kind of what a just a cartoon version of a carp looks like. Yeah, and that's generic fishy for some people, you know. Yeah. Okay, so they smell good. So, okay, here we go. Okay, they were right. You can't stop. Oh, is it good? They're actually good. Good. I have to say, these treats have never, this particular one has never not been good. This is the one that comes in the strawberry, the chocolate, the chocolate um, peanut butter, the chocolate one, and I've gotten one in each box, and they've always been really, really good. Oh, good. And addictive. So, yeah, these are Japanese version of Pringles. Okay. Sorry, our roommates went out and they were on the way back home and they brought me an iced tea from McDonald's. Oh, nice. Yay. Okay, let me see what else. No. Uh, on Pan Man Festival Rice Puffs. Your anime snack is this traditional mm-hmm. any pun man themed doll festival rice puff these rice puffs are often eaten during Japanese Hana Masturi mm-hmm. doll festival season. The snack has three colors white, pink and green with two flavors, a salt puff and a slightly sweet puff. Slightly sweet white honey puff. Mm. So basically, this is really a game of chance. <laughs> yeah. I'll be really have a game of chance here because, like, you know, whatever I pull out of here. It's like the first one could be delicious and the second one could be just completely disgusting. Well, you've been doing all right so far. Well, that's because I've been picking the ones that I want to eat. <laughs> I've been kind of cheating. Oh.
I have to say this will probably probably be one where I will probably throw it out. Oh. They don't smell too too appetizing. Well, the white one's okay. The white one doesn't really have that much of a taste to it. Mm-hmm. The pink one has a sweet, slightly sweet taste to it. Oh, I found the salty one. <laughs> uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's not overpowering. Okay. It's not like, you know, I just like ate like, you know, I just took the salt container and just poured it down my throat. It's just well, kind of a little bit of a war- alarming. Yeah. So. Okay. So, okay, we've made up for at least two two of the snacks for for the night at one time. Now on to Twilight Sparkle, who stands on her back legs and flaps her wings. Okay. So that is those. Um, If you go back, down on the body type, and you find so soft. Action style. So soft. You look a good deal like the so soft from G3. Where you had the soft body and the um, the plastic head. Pretty much. These are the ones that these are the ones that you want to keep away from um car red car red carrot roses or else she will decapitate them. Or, you know, give them to her because she will make them into pretty things. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, um, all the so sauce are all be- they're all newborns. Yeah, all baby versions. Um, hold on one second. Let me mark them all off really quick before we even start, because then I know why we've gotten them all. Oh. Okay, so these are cute. These are very cute. So we start off the program with Sweetie Belle, and she is so adorable. And I love the fact that they still have the bow in her hair. 
and the little baby pants and the little baby shirt and the little baby bottles. She is definitely cute. She is definitely a cutie. But the next one is a brand new pony that's never been seen. Yeah, we just get a lot of new characters. Yeah, this one has a lot, a lot of new characters. Um, and she shares a name with G3. And a G2. That is true. No, she doesn't look much. She doesn't look much like either of them. No, she does definitely does not look like either either version of Sunny Days at all. This, do you want to take her, or do you want me to take her? I'll um I'll do Sunny I'll I'll do Sunny Days. Okay. So she is a Pegasus. And she's a purple Pegasus. And on the top of her head, she's got like a few little tufts of hair, and it looks to be yellow and orange. The bottoms of her feet are orange. Um, She does have the My Little Pony logo on one of the bottoms of her feet. Her wings are a kind of light teal color, which is the same color in her eye. Which is kind of... Go for it. Oh. Well, she has the little white diaper on, and she has, like, a little onesie that's yellow with white clouds and orange and pink and teal and purple sunshines and polka dots all over it. And she's got an Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. Sweetie Belle actually has two tufts of hair, purple and pink. Her her outfit has red it has a bunch of hearts that are pink, purple and yellow and she has a purple and yellow bottle. But what's unusual about the um Pegasus the Pegasi in this set in these sets are the colors of the wings don't match their body colors. <clears throat> yeah, that is kind of odd. Because we have uh, Rainbow Dash up next, which looks like the, the regular Rainbow Dash, except for she only has two colors of hair, orange and red, and a light pink, has light pink wings. Her, her diaper is yellow. She has a pink top with a rainbow clouds and yellow and white um hearts and she has a pacif- has a binky that has clouds on it and hers is pink yeah so i'm assuming you just sort of shove the binkies in their mouths and like That gets them to make certain noises because most of these, like, they have a trigger in their mouth. Oh no! That no, you squeeze their, you squeeze my foot. Oh okay. 
that would that would explain why there's a the symbol on on, on the foot. Oh, all right. That would make sense. And I love the next one. The next one is such a cutie wooty pooty. Oh, she is kind of cute. Hey. Oh, he. Oh, okay. I skipped over this one. (laughs) That is he. I forgot about him. How can you forget about Spiky Wikey? I was scrolled down in the screen a little bit. He is such a cutie wooty, cutie wooty pooty, just like what uh, Rarity said when she first met him. <laughs> Which is why Spike will just literally bow down and do anything that Rarity tells him to do. Yeah. I swear, if the woman, if if the pony told him to bang his head up against the wall, he probably would. He probably would have. But this version of him is ultra super cute because it's a cute little white diaper and a cute. And the fact that he has like the cute little. Fins on on the on the sides of his head, and he's got cute pink cheeks and a cute solid colored bottle. I mean, they always say in the show he's a baby dragon, but in this, he looks like an actual little tiny baby dragon. Yeah, he looks like the baby dragon that popped out of the egg when Twilight took her test. He's an itty bitty baby dragon. He's an itty bitty little baby. I wish I would have been more into these when the these came out because I would have snatched up Spike as soon as I saw him. Yeah, but the thing, when these first came out, they didn't seem to have a very long run. Because I don't remember seeing these for quite some time. Um, I do remember seeing a few when they first came out, but then not seeing much more of them. Yeah, I think it was because they really just probably didn't do very well because it looks like they went from... They did one in 2010, one in 2011, two in 2012, which is Rainbow Dash and Spike. Um, but then they start getting into more unique characters. Yeah. Like Apple Sprouts. Aww. Yeah, Apple. I like her. She is cute. I love her outfit. It's got apples all over it, and she, I love her hair. It's pink. it's light pink and dark pink, and then the bottle oh, is dark. Baby brushable. I said I want to like this yeah. as a little brushable. Yeah. 
And she has the white diaper, um, dark pink, and lavender bottle. But the next one kind of brings about the big question about alicorns being born. Came out before Flory, before the episode with Flory Hart. Uh, this but, came out uh, three years before Flory Hart. Yeah. So... And she's a baby, and she has wings and a horn. Yeah, so we there were a lot of people theorizing that, like, oh, this is going to be Cadence and um, Shining Armor's kid. Yeah. I mean, of course, they're talking about Princess Skyla. I should have mentioned Apple Sprout is also yellow. Sorry. No, that's okay. We're trying to get through a lot of these. <laughs> well, it's also that the fact that these have more, um, they're more unique characters. They're characters we haven't really seen before. Um, Princess Skyla we have because of the, let me pull it up. Let me pull up her name. Oh, no, she's an She's an original character. Yeah. This is this is another thing that like we haven't seen before. Okay. I thought she was one of the two princesses that came in this the two sets from Amazon. Okay, so this one, uh do you want to go ahead and take her? Oh, uh, sure. So Skyla is a pink alicorn, and she has a dark purple onesie with bloom crescent moons on it, and then yellow and white stars. And she, of course, has the white cloth diaper, too. Um, her two tufts of hair are, there's a, there's yellow and purple. And then she has a little gold-colored crown. Yeah, and actually, if you really look at her with her hair color and the onesie being the colors and the symbols that it would be, you would think that she would she would be Luna's daughter. Yeah, uh, she. Kind of looks like she could be related to either Luna or um, or Celestia. She's got yeah. You know, the she got the yellow. Yeah. So it's kind of like are they hiding something from us? Oh, and she comes with a cute little pink blanket. Getting to the next set, which this is where I think they started to fail with these newborns. Um, We've got Cotton Bell, who is just in a white diaper, plastic head, 
and whereas the other characters had hair that you could brush, this one has troll hair. Yeah, she does have the uh, the puffy, weird-looking troll hair. Yeah, and she does have purple wings. Her hair bow is plastic, and it's on. It looks like somebody glued it to her forehead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, it looks like someone glued it to her forehead. Well, and you have... Her head. Yeah. And she has a rubber ducky that looks like it can clip, clip onto her wrist. She has a binky that is purple. And what you want to give all babies, a bottle of shampoo. Well, I you know, it's like a bottle of shampoo or bubble bath. Um, judging by the way this toy looks, I don't think it's like G- the G3 bath ponies where, like, you take her in the tub. I This is just like a regular plushie, and you pretend like you're bathing her. Yeah, because she does come with a washcloth. So, I mean, the next one actually makes a little bit more sense. But it's in the same form as Cotton Bell. Yeah. As far as the head goes. Also has the troll hair and the um, sculpted on Bell. Yeah. And she is white. But this one, because it's bedtime, she has jannies on. And I love those little bunny slippers. Those are cute. Those bunny slippers are the only redeeming quality about this toy. (laughs) Yeah, they they are cute. Because that bear looks terrifying. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a very scary bear. Okay. I'm not I would work so off about the molding on it, but it's just a very scary bear. Yeah, that that bear I draw to bed. <laughs> but I don't care if that was the bear that my girlfriend got me when I turned eighteen and said I have to sleep with this bear even if I get married. The bear has to be in the bed with me. Yes, I'm talking about you, Pooh Bear. (laughs) As you're hiding underneath the covers. Get out from underneath there. You're supposed to be watching the room. No, it's not Pony Puppy's turn to watch the room. It's yours. No, what can I say? What can I what, what can I say? I you know I made I made a friend a promise that you know, no matter what, Pooh Bear would always be in the bed with me, even if I got a boyfriend. And did the bear sh- shared the bed with us? 
Okay. So I kept my promise. There you go. Granted, the bear almost got thrown out of bed a few times. Well, he's a bear. You know, it's it's a stuffed bear. I don't think too many people will complain about sharing a bed with it. But that's it. Well, they do... Well, they do when, like, all of a sudden the bear appears right in between two people. Oh, well. <laughs> Don't deal with it. <laughs> That's what I did when he grabbed the arm and said, dang, bear, and I grabbed the other arm and said, you throw it, I'm kicking you out of this bed. <laughs> But enough. But anyway, it's a really creepy looking bear. Yeah, this would be the bear I would kick out of bed. <laughs> the guy could stay, but the bear can go. <laughs> and she comes with a little itty bitty little, I mean, tiny itty bitty little blanket. I mean, this blanket barely looks like it could cover her. Well, yeah, maybe this is, I I don't know, would we consider this a blanket or it could be a washcloth? It's hard to say. No, it's a blanket because it's it's a low, it says lullaby, her name's lullaby moon. Oh, you're right. So I guess this is like stuff that she would need for her nap then. There we go, nap time, because then we've got the bottle of milk. And then we get into two that we know all too well, Pinkie Pie. Yep. I think and I can they, do this in three, and I think I can do these two in, let's say, one minute? Probably. Well, I'm, let's wait two. I want to wait until it's 8.23. In 30 seconds. All right. Preparing lungs. I got five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Pinkie Pie, the first original one. She is pink. She has a blue bib. White white diaper, pink bowl of Cheerios, pink spoon, yellow watering thingy, sippy cup. Second one, she is wearing a pink shirt with balloons all over it, streamers. Her skirt is is white with pink, white, pink, yellow, and blue balloons. Another bowl of cereal, a binky a pink spoon, and a blue and yellow bottle, and she has a pink satin hair bow in her um, troll hair. <laughs> yep. And I've got five seconds left. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, you go, it's Piggy Pie, and everybody knows what that is. 
<laughs> Basically, that's about it. <laughs> that's why I said I could probably do this in like a minute. <laughs> and then we have um, the last one. Now, all of these ones that we've been doing are from the original series. Yeah. Okay. So one of these we are going to be skipping because it is um, 2017. But oh, we will it almost—it's not any different than the one that came before it. Yeah, that's true. I'll just mark it as done since it's just the same. Actually, yeah, it is exactly the same. I'm just going to mark it as done. So, okay, who do you want to do? Do you want to do Lily or Baby Flurry Heart? Um, I'll do Flurry Heart. Okay. Uh, so the last one in the original series is the So Soft, Tickle and Giggle, Giggling. Oh, I should say that the last um, Pinkie Pie was the Learned to Walk which is very scary. Yeah, well, she had to get up the mountain to walk before she could teleport herself throughout the world. Yeah, this is true. But it's still scary to have a plush version of Pinkie Pie that can walk. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. They They had a plastic version that could walk. Scary enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It not only walked, it talked, it sang, and it danced. Yep. It was a horrifying thing. But Lily, so Lily is a purple unicorn, and we are back to the regular. They evidently figured, let's go back to the regular hair. So she has one stripe of dark, one stripe of light pink. And this one, unlike... I know the other ones did have inner ears that were colored in. I must admit that. Me too. Well, hers is dark pink um, eyes are light blue I love her outfit it is a butterfly flying between two flowers and a little tutu and she has a rattle and she has a bottle of baby powder aww so Pinkie Pie's inner ears are darker pink than she is Lullaby Moons are light pink. Princess Skyla is a very light pink. Apple Sprout is a light pink. Rainbow Dash is a light pink. Sweetie Belle is a magenta pink. And Sunny Days has the same as Lily.
So now on to the cream of the crop. Well, or certainly the um, the last in this series so far. Well, no, actually, this one is from from the um, Ex- Explorer Equestria collection. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so this is Baby Flurry Heart, and she's a little different from the previous ponies in this line. Um, well, she does she have... always? Yeah. <laughs> She's different than every other baby in the world. Yeah, Flory Heart is... Flory Heart is special because, of course, she is. She's Flory Heart. Um, she has her own sculpts for the head. Whereas, yeah. like, every other baby, it was sort of the same sculpt unless it was a unicorn that had a horn slapped on it. Um, Flory Heart is, of course, like a light pink. Um, she's got the plastic head. Now, she doesn't have the brushable hair or the troll hair. Her hair is, mul- is, is part of her, is molded on as part of her head. Which kind of begs to, to, to wonder why she is in the brushable line to begin with. Yeah, because there's nothing brushable about her. Um, Unless it's because this is the Hasbro section. Yeah, I mean, you know. Okay. You go ahead, you finish, I'll take meds. Okay. But she has the purple and blue uh, sculpted hair. She has light blue eyes. She has fabric wings that are because they mm-hmm. have a dark pink face with light pink swirls and then also some purple swirls on top of that with little tiny crystal hearts at the edges of the feathers. And her diaper is a light blue with a purple ruffle around the top. And she has a dark pink horn, and I do believe that her horn is supposed to light up when she talks and giggles and stuff. Let me actually look. Let me check Amazon. You're right. Laughs when her tummy is pressed, talks, and horn lights up. And she also responds to to the to the rattle that's included. And it's kind of funny because the rattle is basically, it's a smaller version of the crystal heart. Of course. (laughs) And then she's got a pink bottle which has a crystal heart on it and a bunch of swirls and stuff. Actually, it's purple. Is it? Oh, yeah, I guess it is kind of purpley. And there is a 20, no... There are, okay, they say that this is a reboot, okay? There is a 2016 version, 2017 version. Would you like to know what the difference between the two are? The boxes. That's it. That's that's the entire difference. 
yeah, that's pretty much it. With the Explore Equestria Flurry Heart, you get a pink box, and she is twenty nine ninety one on Amazon. With the reboot, with the blue box, actually, it takes you to the same exact spot. Yeah, it's it's the same exact thing. Um, it's just a different box. Um, they did that for a lot of stuff when they did the reboot. Anything that like wasn't a regular brushable that didn't really need to be changed. They just popped it in a different box. Yeah. And so that ends actually the brushables through 2016. I made sure of that. Um, do you want to keep, not, no, not, not tonight, because I want to kind of keep this, because I put in there that these are the last of the brushables, but unless you watch the movie and listen to the entire book by next, by next Monday. Do you want to go ahead and continue on with the plushies? Um, you know, I feel like we might as well. Okay. Oh, when you go into the the brushable thing and it has different body types, Flurry Heart just has her own body type. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Flurry Heart has her own body type, yeah. Because she is the only one of her kind. True. Now, the reason why I'm keeping this separated is because, and actually the reason I think Flurry Heart was included with the brushable ponies because I'm actually looking right now, is because all of the other brushable ponies were made by other companies. You know what? I think you're right. Actually, I am right because I'm I'm looking at it. I'm I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and they're all different companies, and they're separated by what company they're 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 through. Oh, okay. So this leaves us with um, 24 minutes. I can finally tell you about this. This okay. This somewhat has something to do with My Little Pony. Uh huh. Okay. I kind of wanted to wait until we finished everything up to go into it. Um. And I didn't mention it last week because I wasn't 100% sure. Uh-huh. But I've been watching the, I, up until 
I think Friday I finished up the series. Yeah. I think I finished up the series. There's a question as to whether or not there's going to be a season three. Mm-hmm. But I've been watching this anime called Lolly Rock. Okay. And it's a really good. It's a really good series. And it takes elements from different animes. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, one element they take from it is from Wedding Peach. Mm-hmm. Is each of the characters now this is a um oh god what is the genre called hold on this is a magical girl series mhm and they all take um as i said they take elements from different anime shows which i think is actually pretty good pretty mm-hmm. neat we have the element of each character who transforms has a different, either a piece of jewelry mm-hmm. or it's a head a headpiece, a head thing that makes, does the transformation. Right. Okay. Like, um... The main, main character, hers is a necklace. There's two characters who find her. One has a ring, one has a has a bracelet. And then in the second, now that, and that also kind of, and they also, the two that, that found the first one, also have an ant they have an animal that only they can understand and that kind of comes from Lynx Club. Oh, okay. Where the bunny rabbit only the Winx Club members can understand what the rabbit was saying. Right. Only the fairies could understand what they were saying. And also, from Winx Club, they also brought about the princess theme. Mm-hmm. And actually, you can also say that from Sailor Moon because Inner Senshi were all prince were all princesses of their respective planets. Right. So it kind of brings those two together. Um, It brings Sailor Moon, and it brings actually the newer version of Sailor Moon into it in their transformation scenes where the background on the transformation scene is their own transformation. Oh, okay. Where... One has a pink background, one has a blue background, one has a neon, a, a yellow background, green, and then 
purple. And whatever their symbol is for their kingdom. Mm-hmm. However, they also bring in a very big part from Sailor Moon mm-hmm. of the princess that the two find is the princess of the entire kingdom. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of magical girl anime sort of will do the same thing as Sailor Moon because that's just one of those shows that kind of set the precedent. Yeah. Well, it also did with the um, transformation in season two of two new characters um, the first three characters, when they transform, their outfits appear piece by piece. Mm-hmm. Just like with Sailor Moon. Got it. Whereas with the outer senshi, now that was with the 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 inner senshi that the pieces kind of formed together. Mm-hmm. Now, with the outer senshi, it was kind of like something surrounded them, and they were instantly in their outfits. Got it. The only thing that had to be put on was makeup. And they did that this, for season two. There were two new princess characters that came in that they kind of went into this little shell thing and then popped out fully dressed, all they had to do was glam up the outer senshi. Okay. And then they also brought in an element from Pokemon. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Which is the evil twins. Uh, Okay. They they um prox in in this show they're named Proxena and um oh god I've been watching it for two weeks and I can't remember the um the male twin's name but it was it was it was a male and a female okay okay what and they were hmm? are you talking about Jesse and Jane yeah. They're not related. I thought they were they were brother and sister. No. They're not related at all. Well, they're just okay, it was kind of they're just evil like, organization friends. <laughs> well, okay, but it was okay, how about this? It was the fact that it was a male and female team. Okay. Yeah. I can understand okay. that. Okay, and basically the kingdom has been taken over by an evil an evil guy who mm-hmm. has this big huge cat. Right. And the reason why I say this kind of connects to to my little pony is I'm listening to it. And it's like, 
the two characters that find the main princess, I'm listening and it's like, wait a minute, one of them, this one sounds a little bit like rarity. Yeah. Sometimes, at some points. And then it's like, wait a minute, this sounds a little bit like Rainbow Dash at some points. Mm-hmm. And the show's called Lolly Rock. Right. And it didn't. It took me like a week and a half before I actually looked it up. Okay. Okay. And it's a French anime. Oh. Which is Arf. also something very different. I mean, we're used to, and it's it. I mean, when I watched it, it looked like a Japanese anime. Mm-hmm. It had well, that same quality. There's a lot of, um, especially kids shows in other countries that are trying to copy something similar to a Japanese style anime. Um, there was one I was watching for a while called H2O, which I think is out of Canada. But it looks very anime-ish. Yeah. I think I have that on to watch, on my playlist to watch. But I watched it, and it's like, it wasn't until I looked it up, and it was like, this is French? I thought this was Japanese. I say that I, I, that I finished the series because there's a question as to whether or not they're going to continue the series. Mm-hmm. Because they left the last at the completely last episode, they killed off the main character, the main bad guy, mm-hmm. or the quote-unquote main bad guy, because when I was looking around on the forum, they, people are kind of saying that the cat was actually the bad guy. Okay. Because when the 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 main bad guy was falling off the cliff who was named Graymore. Mm-hmm. The cat kind of just looked down at him, just like shaking his head, kind of like, dang it, I picked the wrong one. Mm-hmm. And the the male twin may be dead. Right. And the female twin was trying to find him. Mm-hmm. And the cat kind of comes out with half of this, half the bad guy's mask. Mm-hmm. Because the mask had broken in half and he gave it to her kind of like, well, here, now it's your turn. Oh, okay. That's why it's kind of like a big question as to was Graymore really calling the shots or was the cat really calling the shots? I mean, an evil cat's not that much of a stretch, right? Uh, no. <laughs> because, I mean, this this cat can actually morph himself into a cute, adorable cat. Uh-huh. So, you know... Who's to say that this is really actually a ca- a cat? 
or big well, leopard. Man, you just never know with cats, right? Exactly. Right, That's true. That's why Selfie doesn't but, trust cats. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, the princess's animal actually shapeshifts too. It shapeshifts into a Pegasus. Oh, okay, cool. It's this cute little, like, kind of like a dog-like creature that, like, he'll take a starting run. He actually has a jeweled amulet that'll create a portal that he jumps through, and he comes out looking like this great, magnificent stallion. Uh-huh. Who just throws back his hair kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm all that. Uh-huh. And a bag of kibble. <laughs> So it was actually a really good anime, and I'm kind of hoping that there's a third season because they ended the season the they 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 ended the season with the the female twin threatening basically the main princess's love of her life on earth because they, of course, are from a different planet. So she went back to protect planet Earth because Earth is the only place, kind of like Princess Serenity, Earth was the only place she knew. Yeah. So she had to go back to protect her Earth home. But she was also sent with another person whom she thought was Aunt Ellen when, in fact, no, she was part of the Royal Guard. Oh, okay. And you don't find this out until, like, about four episodes before the, before, like, about four or five episodes before the show ends. Mm-hmm. But there are parts in this this show where the... Two evil twins actually, because something happens to the other twin, they actually, you know, team up with the princesses to actually rescue their twin. Right. Which really explains why the female twin goes completely psycho in the end. Ah, okay. But something happened to her brother, and she couldn't handle it. Yeah, she blames the, the she bl- blames the princess. She actually blames the main princess because she uses this power they call Shamilla, which I guess is supposed to be their ultimate form once they grow up because they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. She used that ability against Greymore in the end to defeat him, but her brother Mephisto, that's his name, ended up getting stuck in the crosshairs. Oh, okay. 
But another thing that they took from Sailor Moon is um, Lolly Rock is not only the name of the show, but it's also the name of the band that the first three princesses are in. Oh, okay. So, I mean, the very first episode, they're actually looking for a singer who can actually, when she sings, has magical powers. Oh, and that's how they end up finding this other, like... Princess. That's how they end up finding, like, the Sailor Moon princess, I guess. Yeah. That's exactly how they do it. Okay. Because yeah. they they knew that her voice would have magical abilities. All right. Yeah, so but I guess it would just they separated the band then. Yeah, so that kind of brings in the three lights, the three, the, the star lights. Yeah. From Sailor Moon. But. The thing that kind of irks me is whenever they have a concert, Mm -hmm. they're using their magic out in the open. Yeah, but anybody that, I mean, people could just magic or something like that and not, and not realize that like it's actual magic. That's what I'm kind of thinking, but but when, like, you jump through a crystal and all of a sudden you have a costume change? Yeah, but when you're watching a band on stage do fancy things, your first thought would not be, oh, my gosh, these are magical girls from another dimension. It would just be those are cool special effects. I wonder how they do that. Well, that could be true. You know, most people's gut reaction to that kind of thing would just be that it's a really cool effect. You know, unless okay. you're a villain of that's that's looking specifically for those kinds of people, and then it would be, oh, those are those magical princesses I'm supposed to be looking for to fight. Well, see, here's the thing. Unlike with um, Sailor Moon, where they, quote-unquote, were supposed to look different Mm -hmm. in their human forms than in their, um, their their sailor forms, These guys are just like Winx Club where evidently they look the same whether or not they've transformed or not transformed. The only thing difference is they have a different outfit on. Weird. So I like the fact that they did take a lot of different elements from a lot of good Magical Girl shows. You know. And kind of just combine them together to kind of make one fantastic one. Uh Uh-huh. 
You know, they didn't go overboard with it. They didn't go crazy with it. They just they did just just enough. But back to my original thing. Rock. Cast. Okay, come on. Okay, I've got to find, sorry, I'm trying to find the, um, Yeah, I will actually leave that up and I'll look up while we rock here. Okay, I'm trying to find the... Oh, come on. Aha, wiki. Okay, so um, the English... Now, the reason why I said two of the characters sounded like Rainbow Dash at some point, and then Rarity at some point is because some of the characters were actually voiced, were dubbed into English by... Ashley Ball and Tabitha St. Germain, whom voice Rarity and Rainbow Dash. Oh, that's kind of cool. Sorry, it took me a minute to try and get the right thing up. But yeah, it's for and the the funny the funniest thing is um, they're trying they're the, another thing they take from Sailor Moon, and they actually take this from the TV series is uh, remember when they had to find the rainbow crystals. In the original series, mm-hmm. well, they had to kind of find the same things. They were called oracle crystals to complete the queen's tiara in order for Iris, who is the main character, to take the crown to use against Graymore. Mm-hmm. So, 
And they also did take some things from oh God, I just thought of it. Um Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. From Pritchard. From what? From Pritchard. One more time. I could not hear that last word. Precure. Pretty cure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And that is the, when they transform, their hair color transforms. Okay. So, as I said, when they did this series, they actually really took a lot of time to actually research a lot of different Magical Girl theories. So, took a lot from Sailor Moon. Well, I kind of feel like a lot of the Magical Girl theories will influence each other. And, like I said, Sailor Moon was one of the ones that, like, I don't think it's the first Magical Girl series, but it was probably the first to become exceedingly popular. Actually, I uh, think it was. Let me look up Preacher. It might be one of the first, but it was definitely the first to become extremely popular to the point where it kind of became part of pop culture and whatnot. And it set a lot of the precedents for, you know, shows that were similar to it that came after. Three three shows have, have received English dubs. Whoa, wait. Where's the third third one? Okay, because Pretty Cure was Pretty Cure is two thousand and four. Okay. So that's still post Sailor Moon. Uh, let's see. Magical girl anime. Uh, Madoka Magica was 2011. Uh Aha, we do have one that is pre, um, We have a winner. We might have a winner. 
Creamy the Mommy, the ma- Creamy Mommy, the Magic Angel. Oh, okay. That one is 1983 to 1984. Okay. And they had three mangas, uh, a few animes, animes on TV. Uh-huh. And yeah, the next one had fifty two um episodes. Huh. So you are right, there is one that is that does predate Sailor Moon. Yeah, I figured there was probably one or two, but Sailor Moon is definitely the most widely known of that genre. It's the first. Yeah. It's for a lot of people in the uh, the U.S. It was their first anime. Oh, definitely. It definitely was for me, and the the I hate to say the sucky part was you never knew when it was going to be on. Yeah, but you know that was any show <laughs> in the uh, early nineties, late eighties. You didn't really have a set time for a lot of stuff. And comprehensive TV guide. Well, I mean, you had TV guide, but, you know, things like anime, which was still not that popular in the U.S. at this point, it was still hard to find because not a lot of channels wanted to air it because they weren't really sure if it was going to go over well with an American audience. So you basically got lucky on that it would show up on Cartoon Network or um, one of the larger networks, or you had to go digging through Blockbuster and find out where they put it. <laughs> okay, I never even saw that at Blockbuster at all. Our local Blockbuster, which for our younger listeners... Um, Blockbuster was a, hey, because there are people who have never seen video rental stores nowadays. I know, I know, I know that that's kind of why I'm laughing because now I'm, now you're making me feel old. I know, but hey, you, you think you feel older because I'm mentioning that there are people who have never seen video rental stores. I'm sitting next to somebody who his family was the first house on the block to have a colored television. Right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my. So, um, for our younger listeners who may not know what a Blockbuster is, a Blockbuster was a video rental store where 
you actually had to go into a physical store to find a VHS. Or a DVD once they came out. Yeah, or a DVD once they came out. And they had them all organized by different categories. And some and then are... By, then, by, then, by le- then by letter. Yeah. So it was kind of like a library in that they... They had it listed by a category and then within the category by the title, alphabetically. Yes. Um, so you would go into a book. Pay for it. Yeah, you had to go. You had to pay for a membership. So you got like a little card, and it was basically like a video store version of a library. Yeah, you still, even despite having a membership, you had to pay for the rental. Yeah, you had to pay for the rental also. Um, They later on had video games you could rent, and some of them did have VCRs that you could rent, and DVD players. Now we've got to go back even further. A VCR is a machine... That takes a that that uses VHS tapes, which are big black or orange or pink or gray, depending upon whether or not the company that made the the movie wanted it to be a specific color. Yeah, it was a big plastic brick that had the 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 video on it. Yeah, and it had tape in it that had that had everything on it, and you didn't have a button where you can just hit menu. You didn't have a subtitles option. It was you got what you got, and you if you wanted to get through the whole video, you had to either fast forward or rewind it to the part you wanted to see. Yeah, and there wasn't no. No, you had to sit there, and if you wanted 10 minutes into the episode, you had to wait for that 10-minute mark. And you had to be really good with that thing because it was like you could, like, go past 10 minutes, like, really quickly. (laughs) And then you'd have to rewind. Then It was fast forward again. Yeah. Yes, and you had to rewind it to return it. And you had to rewind it, return it within... Five days? Yeah, I believe most video rentals were five days. Depending upon what store, it was either a two- to five-day limit that you had to watch that movie. Unless you were me and you went to this one particular place where we were such great customers at this place. That, like, if we were, like, a day late, mm-hmm. we, he would never, he, he, he never charged us the fee. As long as we got it there before 24 hours, you, and you also had to have it back by a certain time. Yeah. Blockbuster was insane because they changed it to, like, noon. 
and a two-day rental. Hmm. Which was insane. But him, it was a two-day rental, but you had, it was a two-day rental on new releases, a five-day rental on old releases. Which that's not too bad. No, it's like basically you wait a year and you got a whole week to have the movie. And yeah. if you were if you were a good customer and you always you always made sure that the tape was rewound and you ninety nine percent of the time had that 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 video back on time, he would waive the fee. Well, that's good. As long as, as long as we had it back within 24 hours of that due date, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Especially if it was over like a weekend, Ooh. or the due date was like over a weekend. Mhm. Because he knew I went to my grandmother's house. When we first started renting from him uh-huh. <laughs> for the for the weekend, right? And I stayed by her because my mother worked um, nights, and I wasn't quite old enough to, you know, stay at home yet. Right. And so those those weekends when he noticed that, like, we had rented and it was, like, a couple of days and he noticed it was a weekend, he knew that, okay, the daughter was at grandma's and mom was was working. Yeah. Because for several years when my mother and I moved into the house we're living in now, um, my mother worked two jobs. She worked as a secretary for the doctor she eventually became the biller and coder for. Mm-hmm. And she also worked, still worked as a waitress. Mm-hmm. And when we moved into this house, I was only 13 years old. Oh, gotcha. So the weekends, I still had to stay at my grandmother's house. Right. Until I was like uh, 14, I think. Mm-hmm. Because I know my mother um, quit working at the restaurant when I, when I was 15 because that's when I had the chicken pox. Oh, okay. Wow, you had the chicken pox late. Yeah, despite the fact that my mother threw my mother threw me at every single one of my friends who had it. Wow, I had the chicken pox when I was like, I want to say seven, five. Yeah. See, my my mother thought I had the chicken pox at like um 10 mm-hmm. but what it was was it was an allergic reaction to amoxicillin oh 
and it was actually better reaction because um, I'm allergic to if it's not direct if it's not directly penicillin uh huh and it's derived from it I'm allergic to it so you're allergic to like fake penicillin yeah I'm or allergic like- to um a penicillin Oh, or penicillin byproducts, I guess. Basically. I mean, I can take regular p- penicillin without a problem. And uh-huh. after I'd had the allergic reaction to the amoxicillin, I'd had penicillin and had no effect. So when, I went in, when I went in for my knee surgery, they had given me a an IV derivative of penicillin. Mm-hmm. And when I was, because all I remember was waking up wet and cold. Ooh. I thought we did the surgery outside in the snow. <laughs> That's not pleasant. Uh No. Because evidently I spiked a fever and turned lobster red. Ugh. And scared the scared the doctor. Uh-huh. Who had to go out and tell my mother I've turned your daughter into a human lobster. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. really hard explaining especially when you're going to a new doctor that I'm allergic to penicillin derivatives but I'm not allergic to penicillin itself. That is kind of weird. No, what is weird is me and Pony Puppy were both allergic to amoxicillin. Oh, yeah, that is odd. Her, she and her dog have this allergy. But her dog likes her. Except, <laughs> <laughs> Except for with me, I gained little red dots. With him, he lost red blood cells. Oh, okay. So we we had thought I had had the had the chicken pox, and all it was was an allergic re- allergic reaction to amoxicillin. But because my principal was a bee witch, mm-hmm. refused to let me back into school until all of the dots went away. Even though I had a note from my doctor stating that it was an allergic reaction. It was not the chicken pox or the measles. Right. Eh, some people get weird and superstitious about that anyway. 
No, she just hated me. Well, uh, you know, some teachers are just some teachers are just that way. She thought my she thought my mother and I were poor white trash because my mother worked as a waitress. That is a horrible stereotype. Someone uh, is not automatically poor or a bad person because they work as a waitress or a server. You know, servers make good money. Uh, uh, no, 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 not always. Well, uh, on busy nights and in certain areas, they can make good money. You put it that way. Corporately owned restaurants pay basic minimum wage for servers. Okay. Whereas mom and pop restaurants, there is a different minimum wage for servers. For waiters yeah, because and waiters. The, the assumption is that they're going to make a majority make of their money. Why, if you ever go to a family restaurant, you're going to probably get a, a better experience than, say, at, like, TGI Fridays or at um, Chili's or Oh, on a restaurant. Hmm? Yeah. Or, like, any chain restaurant. Yeah. Because they're making... Because the person who's taking your order is making regular minimum wage. Right. Okay. 90% of the time, they're not even the person who's running the food out to you. It's somebody completely else Uh who's bringing out your food and sometimes even refilling your drinks. So it's kind of like you can tell a big difference. At a family-owned restaurant, you're going to have that waitress, you know, be nice. They're going to to watch you. They're going to watch and see how you are. They're going to watch to see if you want to be left alone, if you want things kind of like right now, right on top of you, because my mother and I actually went out this weekend to the Olive Garden for dinner and the waitress we had barely even finished the first bowl of salad brought out our dinner huh. so it was kind of like are you trying to say get rid of us are you trying to get rid of us Well, it might have been that they weren't busy at the time, and she just wanted to make sure you weren't waiting for your food. Yeah, but normally they'll let you get through at least two bowls of salad beforehand. Yeah. 
true, true. And I had sat there and I was looking at the food and looking at the salad and it's like it would have been nice to have gotten through two bowls of salad first. And she's like, well, would you like me to bring out another one? It's like, um, there's no point now. Sorry, my rant of the week. It's okay. So, um, definitely keep an eye out for what next week's topic is going to be. As I said, depending upon how quickly you get to watch the movie, Mm-hmm. And then listen. Yeah, so I'm probably thinking it'll probably be April second when we do the 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 review. I'll I'll let you know. I'm figuring two weeks on you. Uh, I I'll I'll, I'll try. But the thing with me getting through the book is that it takes me a little bit longer because the only times that I really have to listen to an audiobook are my bacon nights. But I know you're eager to talk about it, so I will try to get through the book faster. Well, that's it. That's why I'm I'm trying to give you time. Okay. So. But at least tomorrow night, you and the boyfriend can have a great movie to watch. (sighs) Yeah, that's, that's true. And you will also have access to the one deleted scene that was not on the Blu-ray. Oh, okay. For for the Force Awakens, so look under look look under Force Awakens. Watch those ones because one of those ones was not one of the ones that was in Force Awakens, and mm-hmm. it's hilarious. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> When you watch it, you're just going to go, oh, Princess Leia should never have said that about droids. (laughs) So I will let you go because I have to through my work for my part-time job tonight. Oh, wait, actually. Let me try one more treat. Okay. Or actually, you know what? The other one hasn't shipped yet, so you know what? I'm going to wait. Okay. I still have plenty of time. 
Yeah, I definitely have plenty of time. As I said, the, the next one hasn't even shipped yet. Good. So, uh, next week we will actually we'll, you know we'll just be be doing we'll just continue on plushies next week. Um, these will be the plushies that came from different manufacturers. Oh, yes, yeah, they did have a whole bunch of different companies. Yeah, and we both tried to do one manufacturer per night. It shouldn't be too hard. No, it, that, 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 is definitely, that is definitely a feasible goal because I think they, um, except for Build-A-Bear, is going to have to be branched out into a few different nights. Yeah, because Bill Bear did a ton of stuff. Yeah. So next week will be Plushies Part 2. All righty. So till next week, everybody, good night. Pony night nights. And where's my goodbye? Get over here, Kimono. Get up to the mic. This is Kimono. And you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Is that it? Are we alone? Ah. Well... Only 20, 26 more minutes until Kylo. Oh. Seriously, if anyone has made a Kylo Ren custom, please, please contact me at PandoraRose3 at gmail.com and let's negotiate. Until next week, may the pony forces be with you. Good night. <laughs>